Welcome back, family. Before we begin, I do just want to offer a trigger warning. In this episode, we do talk about depression, suicide, sex, and also death and loss. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, episode 109. Thank you for everybody that has been riding out with us on this journey, me and the pups. We are so grateful um, for you. Now they want to do a puppy attack. <laughs> we are so grateful for you and all that you have had to offer um, and all that you have contributed to this process. Today, I'm very excited. I um, teamed up with one of my curvy sisters to bring you um, some of the realest talk uh, that the episode, that the season has had. Uh, no, I, I take that back. We've had some really real stuff happen this season that I'm so grateful for. Our guest today talks a lot about um, how your past doesn't have to determine your future or your present. And so I'm so excited uh, for you guys to hear it. Thank you so much. Here we go. Y'all know how we start this off. We start this off with prayer. Yes, we do. And uh, no matter what your religious background is or where, where you believe you are welcome in this space. But here we do start off with prayer just to get us started and just to get us into it. So here we go. Father God, I just thank you for this day and for this moment, for this minute, for this hour. I thank you for the community that we are forming. I thank you for everything that you have done through this platform and everything that you will continue to do. God, I pray that today that we bless someone, God, that they learn that no matter where they've been or where they are, it doesn't have to determine their, the rest of their today or their tomorrow or their year, God, that they can make another choice and that they can be different and better starting right now, right here. It starts today. Uh, this we pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all know how we do it. It's time for the sex tip of the week. Now this tip is is not about creating intimacy, it is about sex. So if you are my family member, or you know you, you don't really like to talk about sex, just rewind, or just not, don't rewind, fast forward so that you can uh, not hear this part. Um, but for my ladies, right, oral sex is amazing, right? Or it cannot be amazing right that, that i think that oral sex is the time that we can fake the most right because you don't want to make your partner feel like they're not doing what they gotta do but sometimes it just it just don't be hitting okay sometimes your partner just has a bad day they didn't do their tongue exercises they didn't release the jaw things just it just failed right in those moments have your partner try what is called the Kivin method, K-I-V-I-N method. Um, 
it is a lifesaver because even when they're having a bad day, it just fixes the problem. So instead of your partner giving you head face on, right, they try it from the side. And what happens is that it provides stimulus to your clitoris. So your, your clitoris is constantly being stimulated and therefore there's an orgasm that is bound to happen. Um, and also it just, it, it provides a different experience, right? Because it's not always here or, you know, head on, face on, right? It's from the side, right? We Now we're introducing different positions even within oral sex. And just be careful with it though because your partner could try to fool you. It's like, oh, well, put your leg up here. No, that, that's still head on. I want you to try it literally from the side so that you are stimulating a part of my clitoris. And when I promise you orgasm, ow, just take your sister's word on it. Try it, tell me what you think. It is time for our gem of the week, my favorite segment. Um, Y'all know I love animals. Um, and so this week I wanna talk about um, animals, but not necessarily one animal in particular because they all seem to, to do this and it's about trusting your instinct, right? And not second guessing your instinct. Have you ever noticed that when an animal senses something, there's not, a, they may take a moment Right, but there's no second guessing a movement. They sense it, they go, right? And if they don't go, it could be the difference between whether they live or whether they die. Why is it as a human that we constantly second guess what we have going on? We are consistently second guessing ourselves. When animals teach us that by second guessing ourselves, it is literally a matter of life or death. How many spiritual deaths have we experienced just because we won't trust our instinct? How many emotional deaths have we experienced because we will not trust our instinct? How many relationships have died? How many friendships have died? How long have we stayed in situations and so parts of us have died because we stayed too long because we wouldn't trust our instinct? And I do recognize that some of us are not in touch with what our, with what our instinct is anymore. Right? Sometimes we get so far away from self, so far away from who we are that we can no longer feel the instinct. We can no longer feel who we are. And that if that is where you are, that is okay. But I wanna tell you from someone who has been there to someone who is starting to feel like herself again, that you can get back to that place, that you can trust your instinct, that you can do what you have to do. And how do you do that? you start the purging process. I advise you to go back and listen to, if you haven't, episode 106, so that you can hear, so that you'll know what I'm talking about, about the purging process. There's a process that you go through to purge, to get it all out, right? I suggest that you go and, and listen to that um, because it will bless you. Because your instincts tell you something. Your instincts are there for a reason. And, it, and animals teach us that it can be a matter of life or death. It's time for our interview. I'm so excited about this interview. Uh, Sabrina is 
amazing. Uh, she launched Styles Circle, which is another women empowerment group. They sell their own merchandise. They send a very similar message to Kirby Confidence, and I'm so honored to have her as a part of my family. She works in the entertainment industry as so many different things. Um, she's a designer because she has her own merch. Um, she is a follower of Jesus Christ and she is just amazing and I hope that you guys enjoy um let me know what you think hi Sabrina hey, hey. thank you so much for being here with me I am so excited because um this season I had three guests that I didn't know before launching this podcast um and so I met you uh you were part of our Instagram family and you reached out I saw what you uh were into and what you were about and I was like oh yes we need her she gets it you know I did tell the people who you are a little bit can you can you briefly just tell them about uh what you do and who you are Yes, well, my name is Sabrina Dawson, a.k.a. Queen Brina. Um, I just actually launched my own business and women empowerment group in December. And when I saw Kirby Confidence, that, like, your 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 logo, like, stood out to me. And I was just like, you know, Stylist Circle is what I am the founder of, the reason why I call it Stylist Circle. I'm, just, I'm a sister of eight girls in my family, and um, we're all curvy in our own way. We all have our own... Um, our own way of doing things, of course, um, from the same parents who were born and raised in Liberia, West Africa. I was born here in America. So um, when I started this, you know, I'm, I've been a busty, curvy girl for a long time. <laughs> so um, I used to just, you know, the reason why I started the group is we're women that are raising our voices for those that went through domestic violence. And I am a domestic violence survivor. Um, also, um, style sis circle. The reason why I called it that is because my sisters and them, they're, they're my stylist and I never was into fashion. I never was, had the eye for it like that. I just kind of was just like, what do I wear? What do I do? So they used to style me. So my sisters are my stylist, but I said style sis. I'm a sister of eight girls. Like, why wow. not? So what so was I- that like? Like growing up with eight sisters? Oh my gosh. I couldn't grow up with the one I got. <laughs> well, the ones in America, it's five of us here in America. And then um, I have one god sister that I consider a sister of the eight. The reason why I said sister of eight. Um, and she knows who she is. So, um, And she's part of Styles and Circle as well. And my two older sisters, they're in, they're in Africa. I never got to physically meet them yet. Um, we did have one boy, but he passed away about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in Africa as well. Um, but my growing up with my sisters, it was a lot like, you know what I mean? Two bedroom house, um, apartment actually, um, mom and dad, uh, you know, my mom third was a charm when he got with her. So he had two baby mothers, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mom, that was mom and he married her. They came to America and, um, it was tough. It was tough, but we made it through and we got a prayer warrior. My mother is a prayer warrior. Shout out to Cecilia Dawson. She also has her own beauty salon. She worked in the health field over 25 years, and she is our role model to the T because I work in the health field over 10 years, and I realized we need to have our own business and be our own business owner and be creative. And she always told us, like, I want you guys to do what you love. You know what I mean? I like to sing. I like to act. 
So I'm balancing a lot of things, and I just thank God for for my life and, and for where I am today. I've grown a lot. <laughs> Good. Let's talk about that. You just said you you've grown a lot, and I I want to go back to growing up with a lot of sisters um, and ask you how did you maintain your own identity amongst um, all the sisters? Yeah, I actually how can I put it? Um, how do I maintain my own identity is I, I'm a singer. So I always sang in church and things of that nature. And I've always been the one that wanted to dance, drill team, you name it. My older sister was, was she actually was the reason why I ever even wanted to go that route. That was my passion, always has been. Um, and she kind of was like, okay, that's really not my passion. I'm going to do hair and I'm going to do interior decorating. She even had to own a event planning company. So maintaining my own identity it wasn't hard because my parents always spoke with us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They always told us and showed us like, you know, Brittany, this is what you like to do. And I always spoke to my sisters. We would have our differences, but I just learned to just always know how to have my own identity, even if they judged me. You get what I'm saying? And I know only God can judge me. That's the, that's how I keep wow. my So you said, I, I learned to have my own identity, even if they judged me. Um, because yeah. only God can judge me. I, I know that only someone who has gone through a process can yeah. make that statement. Can you talk a little bit about what your journey was to get to that place? Um, I actually, um, I was I was a rebel. I was a rebellious uh, young girl. Um, I definitely, street was my thing. I thought being ghetto, had piercings, tongue rings, you name it. Um, so to be sitting here with my own logo on my chest and and just embracing my beauty was something that I needed, to, that I knew I needed to do. Mm. People would tell me I'm pretty and this and that, but I never felt it. You know what I mean? Because I was always around girls that were skinnier than me and smaller than me. And now all my friends are chunky with me. So it's just like, yeah, I'm it is so It is so delightful to have a curvy girl crew. Let me tell you. Yes, yes I'm telling you. And I, and I embrace it, man. People look at us like, oh, look at the big girl we walk through. Yeah, we're going to walk in confidence. And that's why we thank you, Curvy Confidence, for coming out with your brand and doing what you do and giving me the opportunity to sit here with you. Thank you, boo. You know, it's so funny because when I was stepping into my confidence as a bigger woman, uh, I, my, I remember my mom saying to me, well, they're going to be looking at you anyway. Give them something to look at. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you look at me, so it's here you go. Thing, but I be saying, I always say this, one cushion for the cushion. I don't know what movie it came from, but that's true. It's so true. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sex tip of the week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, I want to talk a little bit more about your transition from uh, someone who was heavily involved in the streets and, and rebellious to entrepreneur. Can you talk about what that journey was like and um, how did you begin to go through the transformation? Well, I had the blessing of um, being an uh, intern with um, someone who's a TV radio personality host. Um, her name is Trishy Marie. She's actually my branding consultant as well. Her and her husband was the one who um, made my logo for me and gave me the courteous worthy model. So I have to give them their credit while I was due because they helped me build my own thing. 
um, by helping me figure out where I was going with it and um, just, just seeing other women doing their own thing. And, and um, Nadia Atkinson, uh, another another lady who grew up with my sister and went to school with her, she, a lot of the women that I had, meaning like older women is what I'm saying, like that I could look up to and say, oh, wow, that's the way I should, not to, the way I should be, but that's the route the route that I need to be taking. Mm. Um, being ghetto ratchet wasn't the wasn't it wasn't my thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't for me anymore. I had to throw that towel down. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, I actually was incarcerated. Um, not so long. I didn't do a long bit, but I realized that I was. I'm not going back to jail. I'm not. That's not my my calling. Um, I actually work right now as a personal assistant for Sean Hartwell, who did 20 years in jail. And his movement is really big. And the reason why I'm bringing other people up is because I'm, I'm learning every every day. I'm learning something new. Yeah, um, and it and takes so a village too. You know, it, it takes a village. Yeah, and I just had a passion to work in the entertainment field. So um, interning with a publicist, um, I had the opportunity of working uh, working underneath Cardi B's publicist for a little bit. Um, an event that she just did in, in August of 2018. She she's another role model, Coach Stormy. I just like to listen to people who've been through something. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Been through the mud and actually are doing something and don't would not stop. You get what I mean? Um, uh, and dreams do come true. You you have to have a dream. You have to have a passion for something. So for me, I just knew that that way of me living my life, um, uh, street way wasn't the way. And I'm a, I'm a young girl. And I realized that I was, I, I should have been the, the, the boy of the family, really. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's just how I feel. So, um, and, and knowing where my family comes from and knowing that I'm living a real great life compared to the young girls that are back home in Liberia, West Africa, I knew that I had to make a difference and I can make a change one way or another. Yeah. So um, well, it, it, I'm crawling before I walk and, and I'm just, you know, taking a stride at a time. What would you yeah. tell the girls who are, before we go there, let's talk mm -hmm. about your low point, right? Because what I found is that, um, before every transformation, before everyone gets up, there's this this rock bottom moment, right? For me, it was the moment in the closet when I was about to commit suicide and my dog scratched on the door. And it, and that was the moment where I was like, okay, this isn't, this isn't it. Can you talk a little bit more? It sounds like you, you were saying that your, your low moment was, it was when you went to jail. Can you talk a little bit more about what the low moment looked like, what it felt like for you and how you knew that this wasn't the life for you? Well, I had a significant other that I don't even like to claim anymore. Um, the reason why I say I'm a domestic violence survivor, um, who put his hands on me, spat on me, kicked me while I was down. Um, and the men that he was around let it happen. Um, and that was the lowest point in my life when he forced me to give him money, forced me to have sex. Um, that, that thinking about it, I don't even want to cry, but, uh, um, he's not around now, but he's going to be coming home from jail too soon. And I, I'm, I'm growing stronger and stronger and saying like, I'm not about to move back out of no state. I'm, I'm not about to change my whole life, my number, nothing for, for this person. You know what I mean? Um, so having to go through that for over five, five years, six years, and to find out you had kids on me and this person and that person, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot of, that I went through. So a lot of people see me now and they're just like, girl, you got a different glow. And I'm like, the glow up is real. That's how I feel. How did you get to the glow up? 
What was that like? Um, I, prayer, prayer, uh, praying mother. Um, I, I got, I got serious with God. Um, my connection, I grew up in church already, but you know, it's different when you feel like you're going to church and you're being forced to go to church. I actually had to go through that low, low moment in my life. And I was actually fasting when I got arrested. Um, and uh, it, it was just bad. I just knew that this is not the way for me. You know what I mean? I could have still been locked up right now as we speak. Um, so I just, I realized that, you know, there's more out here than than that, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Seeing my young sisters doing things and, and seeing them look pretty and do things. And I'm just like, mm, you're older than them. Why are you, why are they glowing better than you? Like, no, she, she <laughs> like I'm not right. I had to change it up. <laughs> I had to change it up. Good. I, I'm so glad. And I and I want to thank you so much for your transparency and bringing up your relationship. I, too, was in a domestically violent relationship. And I, I talk about that this season. And this that's an amazing segue for us to talk about our attachment styles, which yes. I'm so excited about. Uh, my yes. therapist introduced me uh, to what attachment styles may look like, what they may be. And I was like, my mind was blown open. Do you know anything about attachment styles? No, not really. That's why I would love to see Yes. So, girl, let me tell you. (laughs) Attachment styles teaches us or tells us how we we attract who we attract, right? Why we manifest the people that we manifest in our lives, right? And and it's not just romantic relationships. It could be platonic friendships too, right? Um, Yeah. But it teaches us like how, why these people are in our lives and their attachment Mm -hmm. styles that we form when we are babies, like when we are in our uh, developmental years, right? That is when we learn how, uh, what our attachment style is. So I want to read to you, let's play a game. I want to read to you the, there's four of them. So I want to read to you the four attachment styles. After each one that I read, you're going to tell me. Girl, that's it. Girl, no, that ain't it. Or maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, anxious, preoccupied attachment. Right. Is that the first one? No. Yeah. No, that's not the first one because there's a healthy one. I'm like, where's the healthy one? Right. <laughs> the, the healthy right. one. Secure attachment. Right. Securely attached adults tend to be more satisfied in their relationships. Children with a secure attachment style see their parents as a secure base from which they can venture out and independently explore the world. A secure adult has a similar relationship with their romantic partner, feeling secure and connected while allowing themselves and their partner to move freely. Secure adults offer support when their partner feels distressed. They also go to their partner for comfort when they themselves feel troubled. Their relationships tend to be honest, open. Secure adults often support their partner when they feel distressed. They also go to their partner for comfort when they themselves feel troubled. Their relationships tend to be honest, open, and equal. And uh, with both feel, with both people feeling independent, yet loving towards each other. That's mm. option. All right. <laughs> okay. right. That's a tricky one, right? I'm like, I got parts of that. <laughs> yeah. I have parts of it too, yes. Yes. Okay, let's go to the second one. Anxious, preoccupied attachment. Unlike securely attached couples, people with an anxious attachment tend to be desperate to form a fantasy bond. Oh, oh shoot. 
Okay. Instead of, feel, of feeling real love or trust towards their partner, they often feel emotional hunger. They're frequently looking to their partner to rescue or complete them. Although they're seeking a sense of safety and security by clinging to their partner, they take actions that push their partner away. Hmm. I don't, I don't think that's me, but I need to hear the other two just in case. Okay. All right. All right. Dismissive avoidance. People with a dismiss oh I know about this one. People with a dismissive avoidant attachment have the tendency to emotionally distance themselves from them from their partner. They may seek isolation uh, and feel independent, taking on the role of parenting themselves. They often come off as focused on themselves and may be overly attending to their creative comforts. Hmm. I want to see what it says about how they be in relationships. Nevertheless, people with dismissive avoidant attachments tend to lead more inward lives, both denying the importance of loved ones and detaching easily from them. I don't think that sounds like us. I don't think that's me. Yeah, no, nah, that's... I'm like, let's hit the last one. Okay, girl. This... Oh, girl. Are you ready? Yeah, fearful avoided attachment. A person with a fearful avoided attachment lives in an ambivalent state in which they are afraid of being both too close or too distant from others. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> they attempt to keep their feelings at bay, but are unable to. They can't just avoid their anxiety or run away from their feelings. Instead, they are overwhelmed by their reactions and often experience emotional storms, ding, ding. They tend to be mixed up or unpredictable in their moods. They see their relationships from the working model that you need to go towards others to get your needs met. But if you get too close to others, they will hurt you. In other words, the person they want to go to for safety is the same person they are frightened to be close to. As a yeah. result, they have no organized strategy for getting their needs met by others. That's true. I don't know if it's me, but it's fearful. Does that mean that like I'm more independent or something? So, so it's like I don't want to be too close, but then I'm like, ooh, do I need to be like that? Sort of. So it's like, okay, so that I'm fearful avoidant, right? Um, okay. And sometimes I can borderline because fearful and anxious have some things in common, but I'm definitely the fearful avoidant, right? Which means I'm a lover at heart, right? I love to love. I will. I and when, when I'm with a partner, I love them. Yeah. But I have been hurt so much, right? Yeah. So I want to love you, and I want you to love me. But when you get too close, I will begin to sell. I will begin to sabotage it. Right. Like I put guard up. Guard, guard is up. Right. Yeah. I'll yeah. find something wrong. Um, yes. When it's not there. When it's not oh, there. Yeah. And that's probably why I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have time. Sometimes I just don't have time to, like, I don't know. I've learned a mindset. Um, I think a guy mindset now. Right? Mm. So it's not, no, I'm not, I'm not thotting out here. But I am, I do keep my options open. And I don't put all my eggs in one basket anymore. And my walls will go up. So if I were to, Lord Jesus, I don't know if you're going to play, play, play this part. But if I were to go that far with someone, right? Out of wedlock, is what, what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? If I were to go that far with that person, I've learned to take my feelings out of it automatically. Wow. So I'm going to get what I need. But you can leave. Thank you. I got what I needed. 
don't I don't need to call you tomorrow. I'll call you like two months from now or a month from now. And you hit me up, but I'll just like blow you off like, oh now I'm busy right now, I'm at work. Oh all right. <laughs> Girl, how did you I've learned to I've learned to do that because I dealt with someone that did it to me. So you wow, so you adopted that behavior. I adopted that behavior, but then it's like also I just know how to play I know how to deal with certain men and I I kinda know what it is from the door. So mm -hmm. I'm automatically like if you're giving me like, you know, sexual, you know, um, you know, flirtatious vibes or whatever, because I'm a flirt regardless. But if I feel that vibe from you, then I already know what you want. You don't want a relationship with me. You just want to be able to do what you got to do, too. And I'm going to show you the same thing. But I've noticed they all want to come at the same time when, they, when they're ready. And I tell them, oh, no, I'm busy right now. Mm, I got <laughs> something to do. I got something to do. Exactly. But I don't know. I don't hope I didn't go off topic. No, that is genius because I'm on the opposite end of that, right? Like, right. I try to be a player, and there was a point in my life where I was one, right? But mm -hmm. I, the problem was, like, I was in a relationship. So I would never, like, do anything sexual with these men. But if I yeah. felt like my partner was, like, doing something behind my back, Always, I always had somebody I could call, <laughs> you know, like exactly. Yeah, exactly. someone, someone to take my time. And then I like saw how hurt that person was, and we're we're back together again now. Uh, but <laughs> but it but it's definitely a journey. Um, yeah. And what I realized is that like I am someone who I put all my egg, and this is not even only in romantic relationships. This Great is like. Pressure. Yes, I could I could meet a sister girl today and in my head she's my sister. She's my family, that's my family. I'll do anything for you. And then I get hurt. You know? Yeah. And so what has started yeah. to happen is that now anybody that comes into my life, I, I'll still do anything for you. That's the heart God gave me, but I will keep you at a distance. At a distance. Exactly. Yeah. Feed you with a long spoon. Yep. Yeah. That's and so, exactly how I feel. Yeah. So now where I'm working on is how do I just stay open? How do I not allow myself to clamp down <laughs> around issues? And Yeah. I'm big about energies. Mm. That's the biggest thing about me. I I can I can sleep. I pray for discernment. That's my number one prayer every day. I add discernment in my life because I know for a fact I do not have time for wishy washy people. And one thing's for sure. If you gonna tell me, oh yeah, you're my like I, I'm, I like you. You're you're cool. You're this. You're that. You're down to earth. But then you you low key be hating on me, mm. like you know what I'm saying. And you can't keep it one hundred. Like that's my problem with these women out here. Period. Like why don't y'all keep it? Why can't we all just keep it one hundred with each other without hurting each other? If you're going to respectfully tell me, like, hey, Brina, I don't really like this about you, or just tell me that you don't like that about me, like, or if I hurt you, let me know that I hurt you. Don't just blow me off as if you didn't know that, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, some people don't really know what they do is wrong. So communication to me is always going to be key. You know what I'm saying? I'll pick up my phone for anybody they know it, and I'll be at work. You know what I'm saying? And I'll pick up my phone call, and especially if you haven't talked to me in a long time, and I see your phone call, I'm going to pick it up. You know what I mean? But I've noticed some people just don't be, they don't want to talk to me. They're, and I, I can't take offense to that no more. Like, I've learned to just not let that be my problem mm. or a burden that I have to carry anymore. Because I am not to carry anybody else's burden but my own.
And I've taken that responsibility. Can you please unpack that for me? Because I'm going to be very transparent with you. I have, I am not in that place. If someone rejects me, I internalize it. It will lead to a depression flare up. Like, I do have depression sometimes, but depression is not mine to keep. Anxiety mm. is not mine to keep. Anything that is not of God is not mine to keep. So it can come over me, but I have to listen to something powerful. Like I would put on Stormy Wellington. I would put on her, 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 her whole thing from Girl Hold My Hand song all the way to her 30 minute meditation a day just to change my mindset. Like I am beautiful. Um, this that that like she she does that she tells you to repeat I, I am this this that 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 like I would literally have to listen to that I would listen I would have to listen to Tasha Cobb's music yeah, um, like you know what I mean I just put myself in that God loves me stage mm-hmm. stop worrying about what man may think if they are not honest enough to tell you to their face then whatever you mm-hmm. know what I mean I'm gonna still love you regardless because that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to love our neighbors, but I love myself even more. I love myself even more than I would love my neighbor. They said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So at the end of the day, I'm just like, I I don't have time to to compartmentalize anybody else's thoughts towards me. And that was my main thing. I used to overthink. I would overanalyze stuff. And I would also, like... Like, you know, make other people's problems my problems. And I have to learn, like, if I'm not doing anything for that person anymore, what am I worried about them for? They're not worried about Brina. Mm. They don't even call me to see if I'm okay. But, 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 you know, they go by what you post or if you're posting, if you're not posting or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I don't have to put a comment or, you know, just throw something up on my, on my story. Like, sorry if I'm not posting enough, but I had to talk to my business consultant and she told me, she said, Brina, you don't have to post everything. You don't. If you don't feel inspired to, to post to inspire the next, then don't post. Because mm-hmm. you're doing yourself a disservice. You're just trying to keep up with who? Keep, who up, with keep up with It's so funny you say that because Curvy Confidence is actually two years old. Three years yeah. old. Three years old. And mm-hmm. I was doing it and I was like, just, I was like, this is, I'm, I, there's, I have nothing to give you. I have nothing. Right. And I'm be real with you. It was not like Curvy Confidence. We, we've been on Instagram, what, like a month and a half? And I've been able to. I'm yeah. like, God is just because the time it just wasn't right, you know, and I, and yeah. I was given from an empty cup, yeah, you know, and so I had to yeah. go and fill my cup. But I want to I want to talk a little bit more about creating sister circles. Right. Yeah. How yeah. do you what is your process? Because, OK, another moment of transparency. Since starting Curvy Confidence, I thought I had before this, I thought I was like, I got my I, I, again, I'll call you a sister in a minute. Right. I had my sisters. And my mm-hmm. sisters haven't showed up for me. Right. Because at the end of the day, and I listen to Steve Harvey. He's, you know, people ask those questions in the audience. And I really take heed to his show. Um, he really gives us a lot of good advice. I call him my spiritual father. He don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> spiritual father in my head. Because he's actually helped me. He actually helped me. That was another help. Trent Shelton helped me too. Mm. Um, because you have to realize, like, People really aren't really for us when you start something like this. I All my day one girlfriends, none of them are in my group right now. Mm-hmm. But that don't mean I don't love them. I keep them, I put everybody in a certain category. When it's time to have a good time and turn up, we go into the club, we do what we do. Oh, I, I could turn up with you. 
But on a regular basis, when it comes to my business and my brand and who I am and everything else, if you don't want to support it, I'm not upset with you. You just don't understand where I'm, what, what transition I'm in right now or what elevation, elevation causes separation. Mm. That, so that's just where I am with that. Like, you know what I mean? And to just be talking to you, like, I feel really good. Like, I'm in a clear clarity mindset. I was in the funk today. Mm. I really was in the funk today. And I was like, man, I hope we do this podcast. I don't know why. Like, I just felt like, man, I need to get some stuff off my chest. And maybe this is going to be my, my way of doing it. I don't go live on my on my live because sometimes I'm worried like, man, this person might be thinking I'm doing this. And now that's, that's just, it's still a problem. I'm human. Mm-hmm. It's still a problem that I still deal with. That's still my weakness. Thinking of what others may think or thinking what others may think. This, that, and the third. And one thing about me, I don't want to ever feel like I'm copying somebody else's swag or style. So if I don't go live, if I don't do certain things like I used to do before, it's for a reason. Yeah. You know, so it's stuff like this. I would love, I just want to tell you before you go there, uh-huh. I would love to do this once a month with you if that's okay. Ah! I would love to. So let's talk. We'll talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> that that is super dope. That is super dope. I know we're um we're getting a little low on time, and um yeah, I I was afraid of being considered a copycat too, um but if you know divine divine alignment and there's someone I follow on Instagram. Um I don't want to say her name wrong, but her, with her gorgeous self, I think it's like Dana Chanel or something like that. I think that's yes, her Instagram. Dana Chanel. Yes, I think that's her Instagram. I was like, I don't want to say it wrong um but i was like strolling through one day and it was one of those times where those thoughts filled my head and she had a video and um she now posts videos with like the words on the top and it was like copycat and i was like oh jesus what what you about to do jesus and so i watched it and she was like you know she was told somebody that it's okay to be a copycat you just have to copy the right cat and when she said that i was like (gasps) all right girl (laughs) this is the first time i'm hearing it I'm going to probably like, go look for it now, too, because I follow her. I'm actually a curly queen influencer as another income source, too. So I'll buy stuff from one thing and just make sure I get cash back or whatever. And it's really dope. Oh, know? that's it's, dope. The, the link is in our bio, too, for now. Um, you know what I mean? We just got our 501 c So <gasps> Congratulations. Yes, I'm really happy about that. And anybody who needs it, I got the plug for it. So That you know, is so yeah. dope. That is so dope. Yeah. So what would you tell um, a young girl or a young man? Because we have... Mm-hmm. Um, what's strange is that when I look at our analytics we have just as many men as we do women and i'm like oh that's good. really that's good. um yeah. what would you tell a young a young girl or a young guy who is still in the thick of it still maybe living a lifestyle that they know isn't going to work for them still in the thick of depression still amongst friends that that don't serve them still in that domestically violent situation what advice would you give to them they need uh, it's hard but um they gotta love their self. Um, love yourself. Uh, try your best. I don't know. A lot of people aren't about want to go to God for stuff. Or all I can do is tell you whoever your higher power is. Faith is key. Mm-hmm. Um, try to keep that faith. Try to stay strong. Do something that get out your comfort zone. Do something that's not comfortable. I actually went on a date by myself, girl, for the first time to the movies. <laughs> How did it feel? <laughs> it felt really good. Felt lonely, but it felt good because I have to do things that I never would do by myself. Mm-hmm. I plan on going to a spa day by myself. Mm-hmm. My twenty, my I call it my twenty five, 
But my 29th birthday, I want to go away somewhere and pay for it for myself and just take myself. Now, if I find me a little honey dip, come on. If I find a honey dip, (laughs) come on too. But I don't want nobody, and that's where I'm at with the energy. Like, I don't got no time for somebody telling me, oh, I don't want to do that. Or I don't, because I'm bold. I'm dope. I'm goofy. Like, I like to have fun. Like, I like to laugh. I'm I'm the life of the party. Like, you know what I mean? I love to be that, that light to someone else that may be going through something dark. You get what I'm saying? So, all I can say is, Try and find something that you know that will make you happy for real. If you find yourself in that funk, put that thing on. You might just need it. Because it really be like, you know how they say um, when you can't sleep and you be in got sleep paralysis? What is it called? Like yeah. when a witch is riding your back? Yeah. That stuff is real. I, I really think that's real. So I'd be feeling like, hmm, maybe I was talking too much to somebody the day before. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And something that's around them came in that mix of me talking to them. And it, it touched me, so now I'm in a funk. But I'm like, I'm gonna get out Ooh. this funk, and I have and I have to open my mouth to be able to talk to somebody that I know won't judge me right then and there. Like my mother, I will call her in a heartbeat. Like mom, I need your prayer right now. And whatever it is, it reveals itself within time. Mm. It reveals itself. Something had happened, and it revealed itself within no time after she prayed with me. And I didn't even speak about the person or what it was. That person hit me with a whole thing, and I was just like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was my answer. Mm. You know? So I just, I just, you know, all I can say is it's hard. It's hard. I get it. But sometimes you have to change your environment. You have to change your mindset. And any way you can, there's too many coaches out here, too many women empowerment groups, too many network mixers, too many things that are out here for us to be out for us to still be in function and this and trying to let that be all, you know what I mean? But you never know what someone's past was. I can't say I ever was molested or, or had that problem. You know what I mean? So some people you can't, you can't walk in their shoes, but you can have a, 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 you know, what is it? An empathetic mm-hmm. heart for that person and, and everything like that. And I'm a caregiver. So I have to have patience. I have to be willing to listen. I have to be, I have to have that mindset already. So I'm willing to always give, give, give. When am I going to give to myself is what I have to always ask myself. So, you know, you got to love yourself, you know, find your me time. And that's why people take heed to meditations and time. And literally when I'm in the morning with my prayer oil, I'm sitting there like, you know, thanking God and kissing myself and, Coach Stormy Wellington, I don't care what nobody say. I haven't gone to any of her stuff yet. I, I was one of the ones that actually paid for her, her coaching, but I realized how much she's touched me too. Mm. From a from a black woman's perspective, a grown woman as who she was, to hear her story touched me a lot because it's like, wow, she's been through some things. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to get around people that, you know, that like-minded like you. Get around people that like-minded like you. And, or, or you can't be the smartest person in the room from what I hear, too. So no, you got to want to learn from other people and, and open, open your mindset. That's all I tell people, man. Open your mind. <laughs> yes. What would you tell, if you could go back and you could have a conversation with five-year-old Sabrina, what would you tell her? You made it through, girl. Yeah. Like, you've done a lot. I've done a lot. I made it through. I'm 28. I call it my 20 great right now on a journey to my 25. And, I, and I'm feeling like I've, I've came a long way, man. And I could pat myself on the back and say that. 
So thank you so much for your platform. I hope we can do this at least once a month faithfully. Um, eventually, I don't know if I'm going to start paying you. <laughs> <laughs> no, girl, we, but, we connected now. But I will, so I will make sure I subscribe. I would have to share your stuff on my page. And, um, and, and you know, I just, I'm thankful for this. And I'm so happy that you, you've done what you've done and you're doing a great job. And more women like ourselves are out there. We just need to, we can just touch one at a time. One at a time. That's the goal. Thank you so much. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Yes, I'm at Queen Brina on Instagram. The word Queen underscore B R E E N A nine zero. Also, Stylist Circle. You can find me there. Um, S T Y L E S I S. The word Circle. And um, yeah, you can just follow what we got going on. There's a lot going on. Yes, so. and she has some really dope merch that I still need to purchase. I got a big head, yes. but I'm still going. It's a dad hat. Yeah, I got oh. a dad hat. I just I just created, and I'm doing fanny packs as well. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm gonna get because sometimes with hats I can't fit them. Because look at this. Look what my yes. my mother gave I me. Have fanny, I have fanny packs, so if that's what you want. Um, I don't want you to have to pay for it, so I want to send it to you as a promo. Oh, you are the sweetest. You are the sweetest. Yeah. And so I just make sure you send me your address and everything, um, Brett, for real, because you just have to have one. Yes, and please, wait, before <laughs> before we go, just show them your shirt. Pull up your yeah. shirt for so them. This is, um, oh, look how gorgeous. Oh, right here, yes. That is and gorgeous. I work at a print shop, so um, I'm blessed. Yeah, I work at a print shop, so... Um, Corey Direct Print Shop over there in, in, in New Jersey, and um, they're dope and black owned business. And so, I just want to give a shout out to the Holiday Firm as well, publicist. She's my one of my publicists as well. She's a plug. So, um, I just I'm, I'm with a lot of boss babes, I call them all boss babes and, and um, boss bros. So, uh, that is so <laughs> awesome. People, yeah, so you, you know, shout out to you with Kirby Confidence. And I'm walking in my confidence, girl. Yeah. Sounds so good. I love you. This was awesome. And let us talk yes. about that that once a month thing. That's a conversation that we need to have. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, you have a good day, you darling. Too. You too. Hey. Bye. One thing I really, really enjoyed from that interview was when she talked about her past. Um, she talked about being in a domestically violent situation. She talked about, you know, going to jail. She talked about, um, you know, being a rebel and how she was able to transform her life, right? She didn't have to stay stuck in that spot. She didn't have to stay stuck in where she was. No, she was able to go from level to level to level to level when she began to choose herself, when she began to do the work, when she began to look deeper than what she was seeing, right? We all have a rock bottom moment. For me, mine was in the closet when I wanted to take my life for her. It was getting arrested and being in that relationship. Whatever your rock bottom moment is, even if you are in your rock bottom moment right now, you don't have to stay there. You can get up, you can keep it moving. Guess what, y'all? It's time to say our affirmation and send each other off in love. Ow. My affirmation uh, this week is my present is so full of potential. My present 
is so full of potential. My present is so full of potential. Let's send each other off with three deep breaths. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. And as always, I'll see you next week. Oh, I'll see you next week. Oh, I'll see you next week.